0: Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're reviewing The Avengers, a milestone for the superhero genre and shaped the way movie studios approach their franchises. The culmination of five standalone films, although the whole film was kind of not an MCU film, but it is. Uh, it's hard to describe. <laughs> hard to quantify. Uh, more importantly, this was the first huge superhero ensemble film. Showing the audiences will go see multiple films with different characters to get the full story. Now, I know there's other big franchises that have multiple uh, movies in their franchise, like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, but it's different from these films. So, imagine if, like, let's say Star Wars. Instead of saying, like, the original trilogy, prequel trilogy, and having just, like, three movies for each story, they went, here's the Obi-Wan film. Here's the Luke Skywalker film, here's the Han Solo film, here's the Chewbacca film, an R2-D2 and C-3PO film, and a Princess Leia film. And then they did New Hope. See, that, that's the main difference between the MCU and the, what they first did, and a lot of the other big franchises. A lot of people were looking for big films, big, huge, you know, sci-fi films. In fantasy films, they wanted the new Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings, and the MCU was kind of an answer to that. The best part of this is how seamlessly they brought all of the characters together in a terrific and unique way. Everyone bringing the best of their characters to the table. In fact, I think if it weren't for this film, Thor wouldn't be as popular as he is. Um, the way that he's portrayed and the way that his dialogue works and the kind of the way he interacts with other people uh, due to the fact that he's kind of a goofy character because he is um, compared to everyone else anyway, he talks you know he talks like you know, how you would think Thor would talk. So they use that to their advantage and a lot of the humor and the way that they go about him interacting with the rest of the Avengers. I think it works really well. And you know he's the the first two Thor films. Not that strong. So when you have really good writing in the fir- in this film, it really helps people really attach themselves to the character. Even though maybe some of his other initial outings weren't that strong. Uh, Mark Ruffalo being a great recast for Hulk, fitting the damaged Bruce Banner better than the previous version. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, of course, are the only people who could play these characters. Um, yeah, I don't I don't want to see a recast the Iron Man or Cap either. Just give him give their mantles to somebody else, like they're doing with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm fine with the Falcon being a new Captain America. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really want to see anyone else. Them, I don't want to see any more. I don't want no recasts. None. I don't know if I can say that anymore. <laughs> uh, they also have the best interactions uh, besides Shakespeare in the Park, which is Iron Man meeting Thor. One of the funniest scenes of the movie. I really enjoy it. In fact, I still laugh at it when I watch it and I've seen this movie a good amount Uh, Black Widow is also given much more to do in this story having great chemistry with Chris Evans and Mark Ruffalo I really enjoy the scenes between her and Hulk in fact it was so popular enough and done well enough that it carried into some of the other films after this Uh, so yeah I really enjoy all the cast I think everyone does a great job uh, Samuel L. Jackson, I love him as Nick Fury, so I'm I really I'm really glad we got to see him do more stuff in this film instead of just you know being a talking character. You actually see him kick ass and everything. You see Agent Hill; she comes in more too. And I really I really liked seeing different sides of Shield. Uh, I do think that that side of Marvel is pretty interesting in the comics, so I'm glad we got to see a lot more of that. Like got the Helicarrier and stuff like that. So yeah, I think I think that side of uh, the Marvel universe is pretty cool, and I'm glad we got to see it in a li- live action. However. There are some problems that I have with this movie. Uh, Hawkeye just feels like he's thrown in to the movie uh, to make the team bigger. He doesn't even meet the team until the end of the movie. So at the beginning of this movie, they're working with the Tesseract. um, And Hawkeye is overseeing it. Loki shows up. uh, Turns out he survived, even though if you watch the end credits in the end of Thor, you would know Loki survived. But... I didn't, because I was a, <laughs> I didn't see, I, the MCU thing wasn't a guaranteed thing at the time, so when I first saw Thor in the Avengers film, I didn't see that after credit scene, so when I was, I was like, holy shit, Loki's back. Um, so he has this new weapon, this uh, s- uh, scepter, and he like basically possesses their minds kind of thing with it. And yeah, he takes over Loki's mind, basically makes him a minion. And that's kind of what, uh, what Hawkeye does for the majority of the film. And you don't really get a whole lot of them. You just see him doing a few things for Loki, and that's about it. And then at the end of the film, uh, Black Widow be- beats his ass and then basically hits him in the head really hard, and he comes back in that way. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all Hawkeye does in this movie. And it kind of sucks that they did that to him, because you know, a guy that's kind of just a, a regular dude with a bow and arrow. When you God of Thunder, a green, a giant green monster, which the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets, and he just literally smashes anything in his way. There's a super soldier, a man. Uh, law- <laughs> Man, just come on. How do you make this guy look super lame complaining complain to these people? I, I mean, I understand that Black Widow is just a regular person, but, you know, she's the unique one, because, I mean, one, she's a woman, and she has that uh, really interesting backstory. She, You know, she has the Russian, all that stuff, and she's like a super spy. So she has more than just, you know, Guns and martial arts. She has more interesting characters, and her interactions with the other characters would made her interesting. So I think if you got him to interact with some of the other characters, like maybe a few clips more with Iron Man, or even or even Captain America, would have helped a whole lot more. It's just he just feels kind of like all right, he's in the movie, we did it. Uh, The ending also has a big sky beam fight. I hate this genre trope in superhero movies. The Chitari are really are also really lame. But I hate any sky like I hated it in Man of Steel. I hated it in Suicide Squad. I hated it in this movie. I hate giant sky beams. Just that's what happens. Just a beam in the sky, either destroying the Earth or opening a portal. I fucking hate it. Um, <laughs> uh, they, yeah, the Chitauri. They are fa- just faceless goons make them look really cool which is fine but they don't really have a physical threat like so something i never really thought about before but i think this movie would would have done better if there was two villains in the sense that it's a it's a secondary villain and the main focus is on loki but having like a brute villain similar to what they do with, like, Thanos, and, you know, like, have different characters being in there. Like, if they had, uh, if they brought back, like, Abomination, like, say, Loki frees Abomination, like, say, while he was on the Helicarrier, like, Abomination was locked up there, and, you know, Abomination Hulk fight, so that way, like, when the Chitauri are there with, you know, Abomination, they're fighting, you know, him and the Chitari while Loki's trying to do all this stuff, because the problem with Loki is that, He's a great villain, but almost every Avenger tools on him at one point in the movie. Like, everyone kicks his ass at one point. Captain America, Iron Man, uh, Black Widow outsmarts him. Uh, Hulk beats the shit out of him in a pretty funny scene. Thor beats him. We we saw Thor beat him in the previous film. So having him, like, come to, like, blows with Thor is kind of like, I already saw this, turns out, because he beat him in the last movie. So that's kind of where, and I love Loki. Don't get me wrong; I think he's a great villain, and I love how he manipulates the Avengers and turning each other. And he almost, almost, due to his manipulation, w- almost wins, but he kills Phil Coulson, and that was what brings them together. But which I think was actually pretty good. I'm glad it wasn't just some stupid obligatory like, "Come on, guys, you gotta save the world!" Like they actually f- had like a rallying rally cry to do it. So at least there was a good reason there. But yeah, I just kind of wish there was. A secondary villain. I mean, I, it would have been fine if it was like maybe someone else. It, it doesn't have to be Abomination, but I feel like if you just found like a physical threat villain, that would have worked a lot better, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I hope. And so yeah, my rating. I should probably give it the rating. Um, I give this movie a seven out of ten. It's a good movie. I highly recommend it. Uh yeah, <laughs> most people have seen it, so if you listen to it, you've probably seen this. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed this review. Um, if you did enjoy this review, I did the previous uh, Marvel films before this. Uh, actually, I don't think the Incredible Hulk film, but that's fine. I did the I did the important ones, the ones that are actually you know used. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you'll give this a listen. Highly appreciate it. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, I'm an Instagram page, Dr. Fagans Movie Reviews so check that out thank you thank you kindly Um, and also you got help 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 support this podcast with my sponsor Viking Fitness I have a discount code. it helps grow this podcast baby come on it's a good time of year to get in shape you know the holiday weight's gonna be packing on soon so you know maybe if you if you get yourself in some decent shape now the winter weight won't be too bad come on go give it go get go go to viking fitness do it thank you and stay tuned let's face it we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good when was the last time you spent just 225 dollars and you actually profoundly changed your life Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.